Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L2 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Cartelli, and always by my side is Mr. Luca Moya. How you been, buddy? How's your week been? Good. By your side, you mean by Zoom? Uh, Via Zoom, yes, of course. Side to side, baby. Um, I'm doing well, man. Uh, Weather's starting to get nicer. I I actually didn't tell you this. I joined a co-ed softball league. What? With Nick's fam. That is awesome. So when he comes on the show, I got to explain to you. Like, we got to give you these updates. Mm. I I missed the practice on Sunday, but we're practicing again this Sunday coming. So I'm excited, man. I've played softball, like, I think grade 12. Mm -hmm. Grade 12 or first year. And and let me tell you, man, it's a different game. No, it's totally different. Like, you think it's so easy to hit that that softball. Number one, it's a bigger ball. And you might think it's easier to hit because it's bigger. But the way that the pitchers come in, they drop. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to hit it perfectly. Yeah. it's going to be interesting. So maybe when we go to uh, the diamond this year, I might have to bring out some softballs. Yeah, just to no, worries, no worries. No worries. No yeah. worries. That can be, that can be arranged. And yeah. like, it's like the men's league, like, or I guess co-ed, co-ed, co-ed league, yeah. where like, it's just soft pitch, right? It's just, yeah, yeah. It's just, it has to go like 10 feet in the air, but like, who's really counting? Oh like, my goodness. Officially. Full outfield, full infield, everything. Yeah. So you have to have three girls on at mm-hmm. all times. Um, and yeah, no, you play 10 guys uh on defense so so it's basically what you what they call it is three outfielders and a rover basically like you just have a guy going side to side that's awesome yeah it's i'm excited man i just want to get out there playing sports again um seriously yeah because this is tough to say but you know we choked again oh i was gonna (laughs) ask that was gonna be my next question we choked um so how it works in our league is Right, one and two get a buy, mm-hmm. and uh, seven versus ten for a play-in, yeah, and then eight versus nine, and then you know number one plays a low seed. So we're number yep. one. The nine seed beat the eight seed, and we lost to the nine seed, which was technically the eight seed, but nine seed all year, and we lost, dude. Bad Crazy. game, like what, like awful, what? awful uh, offense. Uh, we we started off hot like 13 nothing out of the gate in the first two minutes we're like okay here we go and then things Boys. just didn't go away we didn't score right we didn't score the rest of the game offense went cold uh, i didn't call a particularly good game just you know mistakes everywhere drop picks um you know i threw a pick it taped off a guy's hands it was just it just wasn't going right um everybody's frustrated but we move now to the, the diamond where yeah. hopefully i can raise a co-ed championship and then soccer of course is starting soon what about your hockey? Did you guys end up beating that team? Oh, well, no. Luca, no. I hate to rub salt on the wound, but like I said on last week's pod, there was no difference. Our team came out and we played probably the best game. We played to know, three man, stellar games possible. at the start of the year when the teams didn't know like how we yeah. were. And this final game, we were on fire. Came out first two minutes. We were already up to nothing. Wow. And then Mr. Andrew Dinopoulos makes a beautiful chip off the boards. I springs me on a breakaway and I just put it top corner, make it three, nothing. The game you're, ended five, you're big nothing. Time, man. Big the game time. ended five, nothing. And team Southern takes home the championship. And the, just to throw a little history for the boys out there. Cause I know they listen. They were talking to me about it yesterday that this team Southern was in a rebuild last year. 
So it used to be that. So my buddy Oakley, his dad used to run the team with all his buddies and they used to be championship after championship after championship. But then last year they only won two games because their team wasn't that good. And the other team started to recruit other players too. No, his dad didn't play this year. Oh, it's all the dads are out. All the dads are out. So Oakley, they Oakley got passed down to the team, like as team general manager and he called up all the boys and he recruited all the boys. New generation. And, and we brought the chip home. First first season for the new team. And it was just great. Little extracurriculars happen at the end, but like that just happens in hockey. Five nothing win for the championship. So we're on to next year and hopefully we can defend the title. There are some rumors I heard. Actually, I didn't hear. Actually, I heard it from you. We were talking off air last week. That what what are they what do you guys call you? I'm sorry, the, the Team South, Southern. Team Southern, Southern could be moving to the gthl we will maybe see. a couple boys a from that team tease. might see, you might see on thursday nights next year yeah little tease. and um it's 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 gonna be maybe we gotta get that on film if if it happens oh eh? man listen you already won one league move to the I, next. I gotta go to div two or something conquer, div one, conquer div two. everything in uh in vaughn man Just conquer we it took all. out schaumburg now i gotta move to woodbridge vaughn yeah. area and show yeah. them what the king city boys are all about exactly um Let's move on to some real hockey here. We're going to get into some Leafs. We'll talk some rafters, and Luca's going to give us his, uh, his opinion of what he wants his Patriots uh, to do at this year's NFL draft. Uh, but first, the Vegas Golden Knights. And at the start of the year, they had a lot of promise. You got Mark Stone, captain. You sign Alex Petrangelo. Alex Martinez at the back end. You bring up some, some young studs on the back end as well. Um, uh, Nick Hag is uh, one of their big guys on that team. You got Robin Leonard. You move off Flurry and you say, Robin Leonard is our guy. We're going to stick with him. We gave him the big contract. We're sticking with him. Then you bring in Jack Eichel midseason after his next surgery, all that drama with the Buffalo Sabres. And rumors said when he got traded that he is going to play this year, in which he did. You got Max Pacioretty. And you also have a deep lineup as well. This team got injuries after injuries after injuries. And I think have underperformed this year. You could say because of their play or because of injuries, but the Vegas Golden Knights have made the playoffs every single year since they've been in the league. And I don't think it's going to happen this year, Luca. And I'm pretty disappointed because I guess this is a common thing for for our generation since Vegas came in. They're sitting at 90 points uh, in the Pacific division. They're, I think they're six points back of, or three points back of Dallas after their, uh, Vegas has lost to San Jose, which they stopped like an 11 game losing streak against Vegas, which is crazy. They scored last minute and then won it in the shootout. Um, and just before the show, it was just announced that Robin Leonard is having season ending sh- shoulder surgery. So even if they make the playoffs, you're going to have Brossois and the, and the kid Thompson uh, playing in net. So is Vegas making it Luca or I just all hope is lost for this season. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Whenever you have to, whenever the fate's not in your hands, it gets really, really tough. Like I'm pretty sure if they get uh, three points, they still won't pass. There's three LA. games so, remaining. Yeah, so their their only shot I think right now is the wild card, and it is Dallas. Uh, Dallas is, you know, four, four, and two in their last ten. But Dallas again, faces Vegas in their next they game play Vegas. on the 26th. That, that is huge. But again, look at Dallas's schedule. They got Vegas. Okay, they win that game. It's, it's wrapped up. But even if mm. they, let's just say they lose against zero points. They got Arizona. Probably going to be a win. 
Okay, and then you have Anaheim. It's a long shot for Vegas because they got to win all three. Blackhawks and Blues. Dallas has to win. Yeah, Dallas has to 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 lose all three. And even then, like, I I, I do blame the injuries a bit. You know, it was tough. I mean, they they only had Eichel for half the season. But, again, I think early in the year, Stone was out. Patcheretti was out. Mm -hmm. And everybody – I think Chandler Stevenson was playing on the top line. I think he has a career year, 20 goals or whatever. But nothing against Chandler Stevenson. He's not a first-line player Mm -hmm. in the NHL, right? So, it's been tough. The whole Robin Leonard situation was kind of weird to me. Again, I always thought Fleury was the better goalie. I get it. He's a bit older. You had to move on from him. That's fine. Um, but Robin Leonard, to me, I'm not a big – I've told you this multiple times. I, he's not, for me, like top five, top ten goalie. And this is a top five, top ten team, I think, when they're playing at their full potential. Mm-hmm. And, that, and goalie is the most important position in this sport. I think I think you would agree with me there. If you have a good goalie and he's hot, you're going to go deep, especially in the playoffs, right? So – it's tough for Vegas, but man, th- this franchise and their fans—they have not dealt with heartbreak at all. Like what? First year they go to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, years after that, like they're they're deep, not deep, but they're in playoff contention where everybody thinks they're going to win playoff series. Uh, they have great fans. They play in Vegas, a great city. They have no heartbreak. So the fact that they had to deal with it a little bit this year, mm-hmm. they'll probably be fine next year. Um, but this is what happens. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Okay, nope. come over here to Toronto, and they'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you what heartbreak, heartbreak is like. Yeah. And that, that's when you said heartbreak. I'm like, it's not even heartbreak. They're gonna miss the playoffs by, by a couple points because half exactly. their team was injured, and now they just lost their starting goalie. Yeah. On the Robin Leonard front, I think, uh, and you've made this comparison to other goalies. I think he, he could be like a Corey Crawford if this team goes far. You, hmm. you know what I mean? Corey Crawford wasn't a, a top ten goalie at the time when he was playing for the Blackhawks, but he had Seabrook. Keith um, in front of him, Ch- Taves at his peak, uh, Kane and Sharp. He had, he had saw Bufflin in 2010. Bufflin. Too. Yeah. Like he had, no, that was Niemi in 2010. Niemi oh, played okay. one, well, one that, that one. But still, they had Hawks the, the Hawks team through through 2010 to 2015 were were, were unreal. So, mm-hmm. like, if Corey Crawford, if he could have played, what, have a, a 2 5, maybe 3 GAA and a 9 14 save. Nine, nine, that's, 10 save. It still yeah. would have been good enough because you got Petrangelo, got Alex Martinez up front, and then you have the scoring patch ready stone Chandler Stevenson. You gave him the confidence this year, putting him up on the top line. He moves down. That's great for him. So yeah, Vegas, uh, it's going to be tough. We'll see how uh, these three games turn out for them. Toronto, Tampa Bay. Uh, they're two and two this year mm-hmm. uh, after Toronto's uh, big loss. I think it was seven, one. Uh, I turned it. I turned it off after the second period. I only know because I was there, and I'm like, yeah. Can this game just end, please. It was brutal. Not to there, watch. but I was working. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was. It was brutal to watch it. You put in um, and Shalgren, and he just gets and he gets killed. And I knew, I knew uh, Campbell wasn't coming in. Um, no, after, I, I because agree. they had the back to back with with Florida, which no he, Campbell played great uh, there. They just lost, or they won. I'm pretty sure they won in Florida, didn't they? Uh, no, they, they lost, lost in the shootout. I think. Yeah, they lost. So. Two weeks ago, I'm like, I'm okay if we play Tampa, if the Toronto Maple Leafs play Tampa, because we we killed them seven two. It looked like Toronto was all all there, but then now they beat us seven one. Stamkos gets the all time points lead. Vasilevsky just looked so comfortable in that net that in that game. I'm like, <laughs> he just looked too comfortable. Uh, he could have had like he could be drinking coffee, Tim Hortons coffee, and still been making saves. Mm-hmm. So. For the Leafs, from no their Matthews, perspective, though. No, no Matthews, Matthews but, though, but, but still. still, 
He's won. been, which we, he's been, that's also worrying me too, because heading in, you have three games left in the playoffs and he hasn't scored in the last five games. I, I don't want a repeat of next year where Marner and Matthews just don't do anything. They get one or two goals in the series. Like we, yeah. we just saw Matthews gets 58 goals this year. He could get to 60 and we've seen him going on stretches where he scores, he scores goals in 10 straight games, 15 straight games. Thing is about Matthews, I think he's held to the highest standard now that if you go into a seven game series and he doesn't give you at least five goals, everybody's like, where is he? Mm -hmm. And there's a, there's a difference between, I think five goals that make no noise or two or three that make that like if he goes into this series Lucas and scores two goals but both of them are in OT are you gonna yeah. be upset no but if he scores five goals okay he scores five goals but they're losing three one he makes it close but they don't really do anything you're gonna be okay whatever but if no but I wouldn't I wouldn't but, but looking back at the series I would be like well Matthews scored five goals in seven games like yes what else you know that. what I mean like but I'm saying that, what if they're that, garbage goals were the two overtime goals you'll remember more than the five? Well, it depends no. on like if you're losing seven one, he makes it seven two. But I'm saying Willie last year, right, against Montreal, he had like what four goals, five goals. Nobody talks about that. He's the first, mm -hmm. he's the scapegoat for this team. But meanwhile, I think he was he was scoring. He did and his he's part. scoring right now, which it, which is yeah. good for me. But it's he's held to the high standard because you're expected number sixty and number thirty four to to score those goals. It's your and first it's line. It's you know, fair, you yeah. need to score those goals. We're not going to be looking to Kerfoot and Engvall and Ilya Mikheyev to be scoring these big overtime goals. No, you're looking to your top guys, Matthews, Marner, Tavares, mm -hmm. Nylander, uh, to put those goals in. So it, it's, it's a little worrying for me with, with two games left in the season and Matthews hasn't scored in five straight games. Marner has a 30-goal season. <laughs> we talked earlier this year we were about to trade him uh, from the Toronto Maple Leafs, but I, I think $10 million and 90, almost 100 points, I think uh, that's pretty good for, for number 16. Because, uh, again, with sports media, we always change our minds. But I would be so happy if it's Crosby, Malkin, Taves, Kane, Matthews, and Marner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what I would want for this team. Build around those two guys. Because you've saw and the success Riley. and Riley, that's your defenseman. Defense, right? There's Letang. your Chris Letang, your Duncan yeah. Keith. <laughs> exactly. So you have those three guys that you build around. Because we know Tavares after his contract is is ending, they might bring him back on a lower deal because he's still John Tavares. But I don't know. William Nylander, is he going to be wanting more money? He just popped the thirty goal season. Is he going to be wanting to go he somewhere else? Thirty Lucas and people want to get uh, rid of him so. Easily, and I get it. Like his work ethic, sometimes doesn't look okay. He wants to be out there. Mm -hmm. Guy still pots. <laughs> still pots goals. <laughs> like, but again, maybe, if you want to make this team deeper, you could trade him. And you know what I find so funny? Everybody's giving JT slack. Okay, and yes, he slowed down from his Islander days, and that's fair. He still had seventy-five points, seventy-eight games. Like, is there but it just shows so this under is what the I'm radar. Saying, it's like, oh, but this John is what Tavares, I was telling you, though, right? 75 points still. There are big points, like big goals, like I was telling you about Matthews five or two overtime mm -hmm. goals in the playoffs, compared to JT 75 points. Like, didn't they beat Detroit like what 10 7? He didn't even have a point, yeah. But yet, the guy's got 75, and, and like he's he's almost he's basically like a point per game player, mm -hmm. right? So was Nylander 76. There was a point in the season, the first 20 games, I me and you were like, yo, Nylander's the MVP of this team. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then you have Matthews and then it just rotates to Matthews and Martin. They take yeah. over. Nylander Tavares are still putting up points. Exactly and right. So even Ilya I mean, Mikheyev has been playing out of his mind. 
Oh, and he's got again, that scoring touch. Even Envo, I mean, I, I, I still don't like him, but I mean, he's he's done way better than way better than what I thought. The like, defensive way, core way is so much better this year than what yeah. we've talked about in past years. It just worries again worries me that Tampa has that championship pedigree, and you're gonna go into a seven game series with them or Boston. Uh, mm-hmm. there still could happen. Still could happen. So uh, we'll see. We uh, will see quickly too, if you can make this quick. Um, of course, one. Do you think 82 games, because we've done this COVID, right? Like COVID, like mm. shortened seasons and stuff. Does it not just feel like a lot? Like, are you are you just like tired of it? Like, I, I think no. I've been done with the regular season for the last two weeks now. I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's just get the playoffs. No, and it yeah, might be because I, it might be because the NBA is already like the first mm-hmm. round is already underway, like inching towards the end. But I just feel like maybe 82 games, maybe if it's like a 72 game season, a 70 game season, like, I've been so done with the regular season. Like the Leafs, like if they want to play Detroit and Boston, right, they only need one point to lock up home ice or a Tampa loss or a loss of a point. Mm-hmm. You think they really want to go out there and play Boston on the last game of the season? No, I, I really? hate that. I hate Friday night yeah. that we have to go out and play Boston. I'm like, of course. Like, man, like just pack it in. Like, do, do you think it's a bit too long or, and do you think it's because of like what we're used to the last years because of COVID? Did we talk about this two, two years ago in 2019? No. No, but I, just I think normal. it's because we're used to it now. I think because of the last two years. But, man, this season feels like – not this I, There season, has been points, yes. Not this season, but I think the last two weeks, especially, I'm like, yeah. okay, let's go. Like, but as on. a Leafs fan, you're watching it and you're counting down the games to watch Austin Matthews get 60 goals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's like Maybe as a Boston fan, you really don't have a guy chasing a record right now. You know That's what I mean? True. You're you're just waiting for the first round, or you're just waiting to see where you seed. You know what I mean? But and every also, single game, Leaf fans are tuning in. And he's like, Matthews is going to score. He's going to get sixty tonight. He's going to get sixty tonight. Everybody, when he was about to get fifty, everybody was watching. Everybody tuned into those games, whether it was two, three weeks ago. You know, you know what I mean? Or game sixty-five, or game sixty-six, or something like that. So, for there has know. to be like a a storyline, I guess, and that's what we've had. Uh, with this Leafs team, but I, I've had those points where I'm like, we're in Dallas right now, and it's just it's just boring, right? It's just boring. I, I I also think it's just because this whole season we've known all eight teams in the East, yeah, all year, and I, this is the first time that all eight teams have 100 points. It's death, man. So did they, did they kill every Western Conference team like every time they went I, out there? I don't I don't know everybody's record against the West or against the other East teams, but that could be other, another reason. It could be another reason why like me and you were thinking like, hey, let's get it on because I think since the All-Star break, we we're like, knew. hey, listen, it's going to be Boston and Washington probably in the wild card. Mm-hmm. Right? Boston made a late push. Um, you know, they, they were playing the Leafs at one point, but you know, the Islanders were never going to make it. New Jersey's never going to Montreal has been awful since the start of the year. So yeah. all these East teams, like Phillies, whatever, it's but been again, Luca, you look at the top teams in the West, Colorado, 116, Minnesota, 109, St. Louis, 109, Calgary Flames, 109. The Edmonton Oilers need one more win to get to 100. You, you know what I mean? The LA Kings could win, yeah. could win, could win, uh, if they win their last three games, they're in 100. That's six teams but what who I'm just saying, made 100 points. But what I'm saying, too, is you see how we're talking about Vegas? Dude, the next closest East team is 20 points away. Yeah, that's from true. The, from they're Walker, all bunched Where at least you have, you have Vancouver, who's got 87, and, and you know, they're a six-point. They're not going to make it, but they're a no. six-point gap. Yeah. Dude, 20 points from the next closest team in the East. That's how good all eight teams 
in the mm-hmm. East are and how bad the rest of the East is. So I, I just wanted to ask your opinion because I just feel like it's been such a drag, man. I just can't wait for playoff years. hockey. Can't I can't wait for playoff. I can't. I just want it to happen. Like going, like going to like Wild Wings or something with the boys. Be like tonight's the night, Friday night. Leafs tonight's the night they win the series. Tonight's this the, is the yeah, night. I said that when they were up three one against Montreal. That it's game gonna happen came. this year. That game never came. It's gonna happen. Um, it's gonna happen. Let's go to quickly the Blue Jays. I I just want oh, to talk about Curiel this guy quick. Homer, yeah, I saw Curiel Homer baby. Woohoo! We need. They keep showing to Oscar Hernandez on the screen. I'm like, come back, please. We need you. Um, one guy in this team, I or two guys, I want to talk about uh Santiago Espinal. Oh, that's our boy, Lucas. That's our boy. I've been texting every this whole week. Yeah. Every time he makes a play, I text Andrew. I'm like, he just hit a homer. He just dive and play at second. He just made a sick play at, at short. You, you know, I love San- Santiago Espinal. And I, Kevin Biggio, man, sorry. You're not trade hitting. Him. Just trade him. Santiago is way better in the field. Way better. And he's consistent at the plate. He is. That's it. It Dude, sucks that he's a right-handed that. batter, though. Look, he, he's a switch, no? No, he's not. He's right-handed. Oh, that's what. Oh, that's that Valera. why. Sorry, I got the Valera. Valera. Valera was so good last year too. I, love I know. Him, but where is Valera? I don't know. I don't know. Let me do a quick search. You do a quick search. I am just Valera. Sianto Espinal is the second baseman of this Blue Jays team for until his contract that that rookie deal is up. And I totally agree with you. If you're looking at the deadline, um, I'm pretty sure Kevin Vigio is going to be a piece uh, going somewhere, whether it's for another shortstop, another utility guy. He can play all over the diamond. That last uh, last uh, afternoon, he was playing at first base. He plays right field. He can play left field. He, he can play third base-ish, but he can still play all over the diamond. You have Chapman now, but you, you sub in him for Vladdy Guerrero, uh, at first, so yep, Kevin yeah, Bajo. The, Jay, the Jays have shown in the past that they are aggressive at the deadline and they oh. will make a trade if they, they have will make to. a trade. So I think Bajo can be one of those, guys and maybe it's just like good for him guy. to get a different scenery. Yeah, like, you had this the limelight of Vladdy and Bo having that great season last year while he was injured, and he, I guess he just got pushed aside. Like, mm-hmm. if, if Kevin Bajo hit 300, had 100 walks, and like 20 home runs. There's no problem for us. I don't care if he's not a great fielder, like not the best fielder, but like if you wrote, if his bat was on, it, it, this would be a whole different conversation. So he is Valera. Mm-hmm. Where'd our boy go? I think he's in Buffalo, dude. I think he's still with the team. He's still with man. the Jays? I thought he was, I thought he went to Detroit. Don't ask me yeah. why. I thought um, he went somewhere else too. Yeah, me too. Like I, I heard know. his name during like on a radio segment, like with an analyst. And I was like, yeah, where, where was he again? Yeah, so but he played good for the Jays. Santa, Santa, Santiago Espinal is our boy for the future. Yeah. And quickly before we move to the raps, um, I know Romano had an amazing streak, but dude, it I'm happens, telling you, man. I listen, I know it happens, but he does make me nervous. Oh, for sure, because there are a lot of times there are base runners on, and mm-hmm. he either gets bailed out or he just makes a huge play, and and uh, you know. He is clutch. I would say nine times out of ten, he's clutch. See, the thing is with me, I let's just say, okay, 
the biggest situation, Game Seven of the World Series, to close it out, I'd still be nervous. Oh, I'm not. I'm I'd not be nervous if it okay. was. If okay, it was anybody on the mound. Again, again, all this job in Blue Game Seven. Of the World yes. Series. Okay, that was a bad analogy. <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, I'm really like, it's not like even in in Game Fifteen or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not like when he comes out there, I'm like, it's done. I'm still nervous when yep. he comes out there. I, it, he's not like a guy like. Uh, oh my! Who's that guy on the on the Royals that year? Wait, was it Wade Phillip? What Wade was, Davis. Wade Davis. Like, yeah. like, dude, when he stepped in, he I, was, I was like, that's it's done. Like, I I was like Chapman early in his career, done. It's, Even it's Craig Kimbrell when he was with the Braves. Kimbrell, Jensen. I'm like, it's over. But with Romano, I don't get that. He's young, and I know he just had an amazing streak, and it happens. Okay, whatever. Blow the lead. Okay, but I didn't get that. Like, even with Osuna, I was a bit more comfortable when he was in. Than I am with Romano. That's I just, just think, me. I just think Romano but, has, he's was transitioned into this role. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah, a Canadian fair. guy. It's fair. Dude, his fastball is 99. Like yeah, mid-season gross. form, his no, fastball he's still is 99. Gross. He blows yeah. fastballs by guys. And the guy got lucky last night. Hit the home run. Yeah. It happens. All I got to say, Manoa's the ace. That's what Continue. I'm saying. Manoa's the ace. Manoa's and I would guy. want, if we're in game seven of the World Series. I want Manoa. I want Manoa pitching. I, do. I, I want him to go nine innings, and that's it. I want Pitch nine, him nine innings. innings. Don't even put him in a way. You know what? Or if he's not even lined up for that day, pull like a Boston, put him in the bullpen, and for that ninth inning, you throw Manoa in. Manoa's the guy, dude. I love him. He's oh, love Manoa. Yeah. Um, Gosman. Oh, he's gross, too. We were talking, me and my brother. I'm like, you think they're going to take him out? They think they're going to take him out? Let him go to the complete game? Way. Went all the way. No, he didn't. He didn't. I remember well, no, the he, game. He went... He had nine plus. He, he went nine plus. Longer, he, he went longer than an average pitcher in today's game. Yeah. He pitched very well that game. Yeah. Um, Raptors. Game think five they, tonight. Think they, Philly. Think they force it? Or no, no Fred Van Fleet. And Bede's got an injured thumb. That was a glimmer of hope when I when I read that. I was like, okay. Just attack, attack his hands. If you foul him, yeah. foul him hard on the hands. And he's... <laughs> I heard it on the, on the on TV today. Jack Armstrong. It's like it's a game. It's a business. You got to do what you got to do. It's the playoffs. If you're looking at his hand, do it. Yeah. If you know I, his I injury, you're yeah. gonna go for it, man. At any edge you can, especially down three one now. Dude, it's done though. I think tonight. You think it's done? Uh, if it's out? not tonight, I can't see them winning this year. Not even because Fred's out. Like, and I I, I don't want to blame the refs, but. I think both teams have fared well at home when it comes to refs. And, and, and not to say that the refs completely were in favor. Like Philly in, in game one and two, that was ridiculous. Yeah, they were stupid calls. Um, and then you saw in game three and four, you know, the Raptors started to get more calls. And I think it clicked with me. Even though the Raptors were getting better calls than they were in one and two, dude, they were still OT they lost, and it was still a close game in game four until they pulled away late. Mm-hmm. If they would have went into three, or they, first off, they should have won three. Let's just put that out of the way. If they went into game four and blew them out when Embiid was not on his game, I would be like, okay, hey, you know what? Maybe there's, there's a 5% chance because 3 0 comebacks has never happened in the NBA. But I'm like, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Dude, come on. I, I can't see it. I can't see it. And That'd I know be they're crazy. with Philly, but dude, 3 1, I don't care who you are, it's so hard. Now to come back from 3-0 and, and yeah. 3-1, especially you're on the road. But if they win tonight. if the, Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. If <laughs> they win tonight in there Philly. Is, there, there's going to be a lot of nervous Philly fans because Doc Rivers is blowing 3-1 leads, man. Oh, my God. 
I'll be Has here. Has it only it. happened once, or that is that once in the finals when LeBron no, that's did the it? Only time in the finals, yeah. Uh, Denver. Yeah. Did okay. It in the I've, I've twice. Remember? Yeah. 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 So um, there's been well, a three, That's what Nick Nurse said. He's like, we got to win one and three ones. Three ones happen. Yeah, exactly. Three ones no, happen. This game before. should be definitely. This, this series should definitely be two two, but it doesn't always work like that. So. Um, Brooklyn Nets, Boston Celtics. Yeah, I've know. seen a lot of comparisons where Jason Tatum is taking over the torch for Kevin Durant. Hmm. And it bothers me so much that this team had Harden. Kyrie comes back. You have Kevin Durant, who going into the season and throughout all the seasons is probably top one or top two players in the league. You would want Kevin Durant on your team. You would take him first overall. You got Blake Griffin, Andre Drummond, Steve Nash is your coach, the guy the players wanted. You bring him in. And you're down 3-0 to Boston. This team was slated in to win the NBA Finals. And now you're down 3-0 to Boston. I just, it, it just bothers me that, like, it bothers me when these super teams, at, like, ruin the future of teams to win a championship and then blow it. It, it bothers me. Yeah. Well, I mean... I like the NBA now. The fact that there's a bit more parity in the league, like I like not knowing who's gonna go. Yeah, I, like and, I, and I'm a big LeBron guy, and of course, um, I would want LeBron to go to the finals when he was in Cleveland. But dude, we all knew it was gonna be Cavs versus Golden State. Like, yeah, we did. And now you don't know, which is what I really like. It's competitive again. It's not like, like in the NHL, dude. Okay, you can say Tampa the last two years, but even then, like, it's dude, so New hard York was one series. goal away. Yeah, they lost one nothing. That's what I'm saying. In game seven. You know, NFL. Okay, yes, you're going to have the big team. You're going to have the Chiefs. You're going to have the box, Rams, whatever. But it's a one-game thing. And anything can happen in one game, and we've seen that, right, happen in a one-game situation. Baseball, right? The Dodgers have been slated as the favorites the last, what, five years? They got, what, one championship one out championship. of it? And I get, okay, whatever, the scandal, all that. But when you look at the Nets, right, the problem is with Durant is that he just wasn't shooting. At what? He shot 11 times last game. He had 16 points. Dude, the guy's already shot 15 times in the first half. He's got 20 yeah. points tonight. He's turning the ball over like no tomorrow, too. Much Listen, I, I love it that it's so intense. I love it that we can go into games now and say, man, I don't know who's going to win. I love the way the Celtics play. They play good defense, um, and they're really good on the offensive side. This just goes to show you, though, Lucas. You can't just outscore your way to a championship. They can't. They is have that no a pun answer. towards my Toronto Maple Leafs? Well, no, but that, are you are you saying hold on? Something but has that not been? Has that not been? Are you saying something here? That has been the problem the last couple of years. Yeah, but now Giordano, Riley, Brody, Labushkin, Labushkin, Campbell. What a name! What a great what, a, what what name, Rodimo? How do you say that? Labushkin. Yeah. The way you said it, it was like, Labushkin. Yeah, that's a really yeah, yeah. it's unreal. So, it's all on Jack, man. It's all I on think. Jack. Last segment. Patriots NFL draft. Oh, let's go. I'm what hyped. do you want this team to do? They made the playoffs last year, Luca. They mm. got Buffalo in this division. Mm. They could do it again. They could go back to the playoffs again. Anything can happen one game. Are they gonna draft to improve or are they drafting for uh, something in the future? Well, you would hope it's both. <laughs> well, for, um, for sure. But is this yeah. player they're going to draft? Because they're not in a lottery pick, are they? No, they're 21. 21. They're always picking in the 20s. They're always picking there. Well, we had 15 last year. So, um, 
What are they doing, Listen, Luca? What are I, we doing? I, I don't know what they're doing. Listen, when it comes to the AFC, man, it's going to be really tough for them to make the playoffs. Like, I don't want to be a Debbie down here, but, like, come on. It's, it's brutal. Okay, and the fact that they still have Belichick, I think anything is possible to make the playoffs. Are they going to win a Super Bowl? No, probably not. But I think, you know, J.C. Jackson leaving is huge. They could go for corner at 21. I just want best player available. I, I just honestly, I just want best player available. I, I, I want a receiver, right? Of course, that's been the big talk point is receiver. Um, I think their offense is. is I, I trust him back. I think if they can get him a, a receiver or two in this draft, if maybe they, they get one in the late, you know, in the second round, if one falls, I think it it'll be good for this team. But then again, you look defensively. My God, are they slow? Dude, like they are so slow. I need athletes, man. I need a Kobe Dean from Georgia. I need Devin Lloyd from Utah. I need one of those guys to just fly around. That's what I want. I want an athletic linebacker or a better defensive tackle. Go with Barmore, Young, uh, a guy who could, you know, stop the run and rush the passer occasionally. Or I want a stud receiver. And I think Williams could be there coming off an ACL, so he could be slipping. Um, they didn't have a lot of success drafting a receiver. Take this in, by the way. I don't know if you know this for, because obviously you don't keep up with this um, like I do, because I just look at this every day because it makes me cry. <laughs> they took Nikhil Harry over yep. Debo, yep, DK, AJ Brown, and Terry McLaurin. Dude, any one of them would have been fine, but they took. They could still get Debo. Yeah, are you kidding? You think, dude, Belichick doesn't pay people. Do you understand? I, first off, I don't know. He's still Debo under contract, though. Yeah, but Debo wants to leave to get paid. Like, this is what I don't understand with the Patriots. Belichick doesn't pay anybody. Just let J.C. Jackson walk, which is so dumb, but whatever. He doesn't pay anybody. But yet they have twenty. They don't have a lot of cap because they spent it all last year. I get that. But even last year they weren't spending like twenty million dollars on guys. We're like you know 10, mm-hmm. 10, 14, right eight. Where's all the money? Where's the rest of the money, dude? Yeah, you, you just said that he doesn't rook. pay anyone, but they're up against the cap. What? <laughs> Where are they I, paying? Listen, Where's the money? Year, I get it. I get it. Last year, both the tight ends, uh, twelve million dollar deals. Okay, that's fine. That's yep. twenty four off the cap, right? Aglor, he should be cut, but whatever. That's another nine million. Okay. You're adding up. You have Damian Harris, who's young. Mac Jones, who's young. All the receivers don't make any money because they're not good enough to make any money. Okay, then you go to the defensive side. Okay, you got all old guys that are over 33, so they can't be making more than five. Where's the money, dude? Where's the money? I look at this Patriots uh, salary cap all the time, and I'm like, just doesn't add up. I, I, <laughs> That's I, what I'm trying to tell you. It's I, all in honestly, Belichick's salary. That's where it is. Yeah, oh, for real. I mean, <laughs> he earned it. That's Robert like, Kraft, where's all the money? I, I just – I don't know, man. I, I actually don't – like, I know Jude, – okay, look. Judon has a big cap, right? Mm-hmm. He's got 16 mil. Aguilar's making damn 14. He's better be cut. Right? You have God shot 10. After that, you got a bunch of 6, 6, 6, 5, 5, 5. You're telling me that all adds up to $157 million <laughs> or whatever the cap is, or 90 mil? Dude, I don't get it. I actually don't get it. Where, why don't we have money, man? 
Oh, I, that's my rant for today. Like, you I should I start that, a GoFundMe for the New England oh, Patriots. Man. Like, I know they spent money last year. I get it, but I still, even with the money spent, I don't know how I don't have money, Lucas. Dude, look at this, Lucas, bro. <laughs> just, just hold on. Let him go. I just want to. I just want to go. Okay. Go. Look at this. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, they got six guys, ten or more. Fine. Okay, after that, they got one, two, three, four, five, six guys that make under 10 to 5. So that's 12 guys, right? There's 53 guys on this roster. After that, everybody is 5 and under. Dude, look at this. 2 mil, 2.2, 3.1, 2.2, 2.5, 2 2.2. 2. Where's all the money? I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I just don't understand. I got to add. You know money. what you're doing after this podcast? We're going to sign off this podcast and you're going to get your calculator out and you're going to do all of it, all those salaries and add it up. Maybe I'm just a, I'm like, a, maybe I'm an idiot. I don't know. But dude, I, I don't understand this. Like, look at this. Bro, you got Kyle Duggar still on a rookie contract making 2.2, Barmore making 1.9, Mac Jones is making 3 mil. Where's the money? Go go trade for some. Go buy some. Go do something. Please. Debo Samuel. No, I'm joking. Oh, Debo. <laughs> but you know what? They got to get rid of Aguilar. Like fourteen million dollars. They're gonna have cap for next year. Yeah. I get that, but I don't think it's an, an attraction point as it used to be when Brady was there. That's the yeah. problem. And now well, that they have, give Mac Jones time. I like Mac because, like, was Buffalo an attraction point when Josh Allen just came to the league? No, yeah, no. True. Now he's one of the stud quarterbacks in the league. And now guys want to go play there because they're going to win a Super Bowl. What did Buffalo do? They went out and they traded for Diggs, who's a number one. New England needs a guy for Mac and watch what he can do. Mm -hmm. But that was my rant. I just wanted to express it because we know that we look at our sports teams. I'll never understand salary caps and how teams go over the freaking cap and it's okay. I well, the NFL has all those bogus rules where you go over the cap, and this doesn't yeah. mean this, and that doesn't mean this. Oh, what about the NBA? Right, we'll just handle five hundred yeah, million dollars. Sure. This guy played yeah. five years; he could get this amount of money. This like, guy's like freaking ninth guy on the bench, making more than Sidney Crosby. And I'm like, what is it going on here? <laughs> what is going? on? The guy averages four point five points a night. He's yeah, averages four point five minutes a night, he's and 30, he's looking at Crosby like, "What are you doing, man?" Dude, the guy is shooting thirty-seven percent from the paint. He's got five turnovers a game. Crosby's freaking goat discussion, and you have freaking <laughs> ninth guys coming in off the street, off the G League, making more than freaking Crosby. It's insane. NBA basketball oh is insane. That you know, it's it's just the money, man. It's crazy. It it, it yeah. is like you're you said it. You're talking about the greatest. Of all time, top five ever in yeah. the sport. And the bench guy and the Raptors and, makes yeah, more. You have lifetime athletic guys making tryouts, making more money than Cindy Crosby. Oh, it's just goodness. unbelievable. It 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 is the yeah. That's sports for you, ladies and gentlemen. That is sports. And that was a great way to end. Great way to end. Oh, by the way, before you go, have you picked a team yet? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Denver. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I talked I it over it. with a couple people. <laughs> I'm just gonna follow Russ. If he wins a Super right. Bowl, I'll just be I'll just be happy. I'm I'm okay. I'm gonna watch him. That's it. I'm gonna be a football fan. I feel fan like now you're just gonna be a yeah, just you know what? I'm gonna watch fan. football. I'm gonna watch Joe. I'm gonna watch uh, Josh Allen. I'm gonna watch the Broncos. I'm gonna watch Russell Wilson cook in Denver. Yeah. And uh hopefully he can make something happen in that stack All division. Right.
Luca, good pod, buddy. Good pod. Thank you. I uh, always love the reassurance you give me after these pods. For sure. Well, one of these days, I'm, it's like, Luca, ugh, what the heck were you doing today, man? <laughs> Where were you? You weren't on what? your game today. No, like one of these days, but you were on your game oh. today as always. Yeah, thank um, you, you too. So, see, you see you. what we do, guys? This is the chemistry here. This is the chemistry. We just hype each other up and uh, mm-hmm. we get views. Um, subscribe to the podcast at L2 Sports Podcast yeah. on Instagram. Uh, you can listen to us, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Follow Luca on Instagram at luca.moya12 and on Twitter now. There He's on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, He's going to change his username, but as of right now, you're Luca underscore Moya92. Uh, for myself, follow me, Lucas Cartelli23 on Instagram and Cappy Crits. 23 little little <laughs> nickname crits. that's little what happens when you snipe in the championship game ladies exactly. and gentlemen this is what that's happens. what happens my my captain on that team told me i was an a last night so you know what i'll take i'll take what i can there get there you go there you go thank you everybody for tuning in that's luca i'm lucas and we will see all of you next week